I got to work with 25 people during the 2021 goal setting work session. If you missed out, it's not too late. You can access it on demand and do your own goal setting work session. This is not a webinar. This is not something you can Google and figure out how to do on your own. This is a work session that will leave you with clear goals, the right goals, and a plan to achieve them. Just block off two hours, hit play, open the worksheet, and the rest is simple. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash 2021 to get your copy of the goal setting work session and all of the materials. You'll learn how to set the right goals for you. You'll set up a system that will virtually guarantee your follow through and you'll get a worksheet and the recording from the live session to guide you through the entire process. And the best thing is that you'll get lifetime access to the materials so that you can revisit this anytime you find yourself wanting a dose of clarity. Just visit jimharshawjr.com slash 2021 and get instant access right now. There are a couple of cool bonuses that you'll find there too. So check those out. Go to jimharshawjr.com slash 2021. Welcome to another episode of Success Through Failure. This is your host, Jim Harshaw Jr., and today I'm bringing you another solo episode. I'm rolling out of the holidays based on when I'm recording this, and I hope you had a great holiday season. Can't believe 2020 is in the rearview mirror, finally, and we're off and running in 2021. I hope you have your goals set and you're ready to rock with the new year. I've got mine in place. You probably just heard me talking about the goal setting work session recording and audio and everything that's available for you if you do want to sit down and put your goals in place. Because actually, I'm recording this on uh, Quitter's Friday. It's actually the uh, it's the uh, Quitter's Day. It's the first day, first Friday of the new year. Apparently, is the thing. It's it's called Quitter's Day. It's the pl it's the time when most people are actually people are most likely to quit on their New Year's resolutions. I didn't know that. And actually, Ruben Gonzalez, one of my podcast guests and uh, a good friend now, has uh, reminded me or told me that this is uh, it's Quitter's Day. Anyway, I hope you're not quitting. Uh, if you just don't feel like you have that total clarity on your goals and you want a process, a system, a framework, go ahead and, and check that out. JimHarshaJr.com slash 2021. I am actually pretty fired up today. Like I'm super energized because I have committed to my first live event. I'm hosting my first live event with my clients. So I'm pretty stoked, really super stoked about that. It's going to be on May 21st through 23rd. Hopefully we don't have any COVID issues, but you know, we got some outside things planned. We're going to do things uh, very safely and uh, just hoping that, that things are much more opened up by then, but we'll, we'll see. But uh, this event is uh, it's on the books. Finalizing, working on a lot of details, not finalizing, working on a lot of details. Got an event planner who's just amazing. Kate is going to be awesome. She is awesome. And she's already crushing it with some of the details. And we got some pretty cool stuff planned. So if you do want access to this, this is not open for the public, unfortunately. It's openly open for people who are pathfinders. That is, you've been through my program called Reveal Your Path. And there's all kinds of different levels that you can do it, sort of a DIY model, or you can do it, you know, one-on-one -on -one with me and, and a couple, you know, just different levels in between. But if you do want to be part of that, it's it's an application process, jimharshawjr.com slash apply. Would love to have you there. And it's going to be an incredible, incredible event. It's going to be in the Princeton, New Jersey area, which is somewhat of a geographic center for a lot of my clients. I've got clients all over the country, actually all over the North America, but um, that New Jersey, Princeton, New Jersey area is uh, is somewhat of a geographic center. And there's some great locations that uh, great some great places where we can uh, do some things there. So anyway, that's coming up soon. Today's episode is about building your team like your infrastructure. Actually, the seed for this episode was planted 
over a year ago, I was in a conversation with one of my clients who he's just a really high performer, crushing it in every way in his life. And I mean, financially, philanthropically, influence wise, I mean, reading, fitness. I mean, he's that guy who's who's just crushing it in, in every area. And but he wants to maximize his impact. By the way, actually crushing it. He actually told me he out bench pressed a couple of his sons over the holidays, which is pretty funny. <laughs> so and it, by the way, his sons are, are grown adults. So anyway, he talked about infrastructure. He's like, man, I just need to build the infrastructure to, to maximize my time, optimize my time, increase efficiency, maximize my impact on the world. I mean, this is not some ego-driven reason that he wants to you know, improve efficiency in his life. I mean, he just wants to rise above the minutia and the, the low-value tasks that we all kind of get caught up in, the minutia, the low-value work, and we want to focus on our highest-value work. And that's the same thing. He wants to focus really on his, his highest-value work. And in order to do that, he has to you know, build out this infrastructure in his life, this support system in his life, so he can he can maximize that. And so we've we've been working on that. I mean, this is about you know spending your time on your highest value things. This is not just your job and your career, but also your relationships. His he's talking about his relationship with his wife, uh, his fitness, his impact on the world. It's about reducing friction in your life, or what Stephen Pressfield calls resistance with a capital R. Uh, if you've read Stephen Pressfield's book, The War of Art, you know what that is. Uh, but it's this, it's this sort of outside force in our lives that slows us down and puts resistance in our way to doing the thing that we need to do. He really talks about it in the sense of uh, for artists and authors, but it's really for, for everybody. And I interviewed Stephen in my episode 256, 256, if you want to go back and check that out. Incredible guy. He's written some amazing books. He's got another book coming out actually very soon. I got my advanced copy. I'm starting to page through it and get ready because I'm actually going to have Steve on, on uh, here again real soon. He's just such an incredible person. He's written great personal development books as well as you know, kind of personal and professional development books as well as novels. I mean, just some incredible, incredible books. Uh, but uh, anyway, so this this idea of friction, resistance, we want to reduce that. And we can do that by building this infrastructure in our life. And I'm going to focus on the who. Like the who do you need in your life? Who is the Who do you need on your team, your life team, to reduce the friction, help you maximize your impact? And uh, your impact, your efficiency, and then kind of how you go through the world and what you accomplish with uh, the God-given talents that you have. And it might sound a little callous to call people infrastructure, but it's just a framework. I mean, this is just a framework, a, a way of thinking about this concept. By the way, if you're watching this on YouTube, you can see my background here. and You can see the cars driving down the road past my house and uh, my home office here. But uh, if you're not watching on YouTube, you should check it out. Go over to my YouTube channel. Just uh, it'll be in, link will be in the action plan or you can just go to YouTube and, and Google my name. You'll find my find my channel. But um, uh, but I digress. I want you to think about this. When we talk about the infrastructure and the who that you not only need in your life, these are people that you already have in your life and making sure you're focused on them and, and seeing them as part of your team. Uh, but I want you to flip this over and think about how you can be part of someone else's infrastructure. That is, how can you make their life easier, their life better, their life simpler, their life more fulfilling, their life more efficient? How can you be that 
for others, right? It goes back to the the great Zig Ziglar quote, I'm paraphrasing here, but you know, you can get anything in, in the world that you want as long as you help just enough, you just have to help enough other people get what they want. So how can you be part of other people's infrastructure? How can you serve? How can you love? How can you help them? And when you when you think of this as a team, then it's not just about you, like everybody serving you. This is about you serving them, them serving you, helping each other, working together as a team. And, you know, I'm going to give you some instructions here. I'm going to give you some bullet points, some things, some takeaways, a lot of takeaways here. You're not going to have this perfect. You're never going to have this perfect. Like everything else, this is a work in progress. This is something you're always going to be working on. You're never going to get to a point where like, yep, I'm done. I don't need to think about this anymore. This is a work in progress. This is a starting point for you. This episode, I want you to use this as your guide, your template. The action plan, as a matter of fact, is, is going to be like a checklist for you um, to, to take away and you can print it out or, or just save it on your phone, et cetera, however you want to do it. But use it as a checklist for you to think about how you build your team. Some of these are going to be uh, roles that I'm going to share with you. Some are going to be uh, more important to you. Some are going to be less important to you. Some of them, you're like, yep, I already got that box checked. Uh, other ones, you're going to be like, yeah, I'm totally lacking in that area. So let's get started. I want to share with you uh, these different roles and people that you need to have on your team and how to build this team. All right, first one is this. This is something that became apparent to me over the years when I started, not started, you know, I guess when I became a young adult, uh, looking around the world and seeing people who are successful at what they do and people who I respected, people who I really looked up to. And I started realizing there's a common theme between all of these people. And it, and it prompted me to do a little more research, prompted me to check this out and kind of do some learning for myself to see what this part of my infrastructure might be missing. And I didn't think about it as infrastructure back then. I really didn't think about it as infrastructure uh, up until about a year ago, having this, this call with my client. But it's a huge foundation in my infrastructure. And that is this. It's faith. And, and I'm not going to go on about this. I'm going to get to some other tactical things you can work on. But if, if that is part of your life now, awesome. If it's not, just explore it. I mean, educate yourself, right? And uh, for me, I had to, I just crushed a lot of assumptions about people of, a, people of faith that are maybe stereotypical or um, that you might feel that they're judgmental, that sort of thing. And that's like the, all those stereotypes are out there, just like there are stereotypes for, for everything. Um, but once I like those kind of dissolved, it, it really opened my mind up to to really considering God and, and, and Jesus Christ and, and what he represents and how he lived. And even if even if you don't believe in Jesus, like he lived as an example of a servant leader. There's so much to learn. Actually, in my interview with Ken Blanchard, just uh, not very many episodes back, episode 278, he really talks about Jesus as this sort of model leader. So if you're in leadership, I uh, definitely encourage you to, to consider your, your faith as, uh, as a big part of your infrastructure. So that's the first one. Um, and next one is, you know, this kind of goes along with the first one. Uh, have a pat, you know, your pastor or somebody who is of strong faith who you can have a conversation with. So, these are people you uh, I would recommend having in your life. So I had a sat around my bonfire pit last night with uh, five other guys, or six of us, five or six of us around the bonfire, uh, talking about. Uh, it was a leadership conversation. I've talk, told you about this before, but uh, this is through F3, a Q source book that you kind of go through and have these leadership discussions, these guided leadership discussions. And there were a few of us around the fire who have strong faith and a couple who did not. 
and it was just an awesome conversation, open conversation. Nobody forced anything on anybody. Nobody uh, questioned anybody. There were questions asked, but not questioning. I think those are two different things. But it was just great to have that kind of open conversation. Uh, and, and I encourage everybody to, to have people in their lives that you can have those open conversations with around faith. Anyway, so let's move on. And by the way, these are not all in, in any order of importance. Like this, I would say other than the first one, the first one is, is number one for me, but other than that, these may or may not be in the, the same order of importance for you. So, all right, let's move on to, I guess we'll call this the second one, your spouse or significant other, like see that person as a teammate, you serve them, they serve you. And when you can make their life easier, uh, you're going to tend to be happier and they're going to help make your life easier, most likely. Okay, so really see that as part uh, that that individual as part of your infrastructure, not just a roommate or not just some person in your life, but actually somebody who is a teammate, somebody who is part of your life. And really, you know, it's it's hard, especially when you have kids, to put that person as the number one person in your life because your kids are take so much time and energy and focus, and you just you know they're just these amazing creatures and beings that you love so much, but really you know, your, your spouse, your significant other should be that number one person in your life. And, and, and you should, you should really invest your time and bandwidth and energy and love that way as well. All right. Next thing in your infrastructure, friends who align with your values, all right. Friends who align with your values, people who you can spend time with who have similar values as you. And when you do that, you're going to be able to live more in alignment with your values, whether it's faith, whether it's fitness, whether it's adventures and outdoor adventure, like these are all things, these are all core values of mine. And luckily I have this great group of friends who I get to spend time with that uh, align with my values. I will also add this. You should have friends who challenge your beliefs. I'm not saying friends who are, who you would consider bad people or, or maybe, uh, or friends who would just influence you to do negative things, but I'm just, just people who, who will challenge you. I encourage you to have those people in your life too. Those should be part of your infrastructure to help you can continue to grow, to continue to learn. So friends is an important part of your infrastructure. I mean, literally investing in time and energy bandwidth with your friends um, and, and making sure that uh, you're loving them, you're serving them, and that you have the right people in your life who are going to help you work efficiently and optimize your life and help you live in accordance with your values. All right, the next one, a coach. You should have a coach. I'm going to say it. I'm a coach. I'm not going to sit here and, uh, and tell you that you need to hire me. There are plenty of great coaches out there. I, I happen to believe that uh, I could serve you well. If you're listening to this, there's a good chance of that. I have a, a client who just came on board today who said, Jim, you know, I've been listening to your podcast for a long time. I didn't really even know what Reveal Your Path was. I didn't even really know you had a coaching program. So shame on me for maybe not mentioning it enough, but, uh, but I do have, I'm not going to go on about it, but if, you know, I do have a coaching program, it's eight weeks. We go through step-by-step -step these four modules that really bring you clarity of action and peace of mind in your life. It's absolutely incredible. And, and don't take my word for it. Take my client's words for it. I've got you know, testimonials that you can read and whatnot. And, and really, I, this is not something that I invented. I did not create this. I discovered this or I rediscovered it through looking at my life when I had was successful in different areas of my life. And then I inter interviewed all these amazing world-class performers on this show. 
you've heard that there, there's this framework, there's this system. And I've discovered that, put that into modules, into a curriculum so that you can live it out in your life. So anyway, if you do want to talk more about that, jimharshawjr.com slash apply. Uh, or you can just dip your toe in and actually learn quite a bit if you go to jimharshawjr.com slash 2021. So enough about that. You should have a coach, the highest performers in the world have a coach. You know that whether it's in business, whether it's in entertainment, uh, whether it's in sport, sports, you know that the world, world-class performers have coaches. Why not you? All right, enough. Next one, mastermind group. Oh, essential, essential. Uh, started my own mastermind group. Gosh, what was it? Seven, five, six, you know, five or six years ago. And this group of people have just been such an incredible part of my infrastructure over the years. We meet regularly and we've had some people come roll into the mastermind group and roll out of the mastermind group. But there are one, two, three of us who have been together since the very beginning. And it is such a great, great resource for me to find clarity, to find um, you know clarity of action and peace of mind and get out of my own head, to take these thoughts that are swirling around in my own head and just get them out into the world. And if you want to create your own mastermind group, you can do that. Actually, if you go to jimharshawjr.com slash action, you'll go to the action plan page, but you'll, you'll actually just get the link to, uh, there's actually also a PDF in there for, for the how to create an ebook I wrote about how to create your own mastermind group. Transformative. I promise you I'm part of two of them right now. And I'm actually really part of like uh, five others, actually about to be six others uh, of my clients. Because I'm part of this, I facilitate these calls of my, my clients' mastermind groups. But man, I learn just so much. It, it's so valuable just to be part of these mastermind groups. All right, that is essential. I mean, that one is really, really high on the list. If you're not, if you're kind of, if you're doing this thing alone, this thing called life alone, you're you're not getting out of it what you could be getting out of it. Quick interruption. If you like what you're hearing here and you want to learn how you can implement this into your life, just go to jimharshawjr.com slash apply to see how you can get a free one-on-one coaching session with me. That's jimharshawjr.com slash apply. Now back to the show. All right, next, uh, a mentor. This could be a formal mentor or an informal mentor. I mean, and also in various areas of your life in relationships, uh, in health and fitness, in your career, you should have a mentor. Uh, certainly career is the one where we always think of this first bit, but you know, maybe uh, a pastor can serve, your pastor could serve as your, as your relationship mentor, or maybe it's just a good friend who's, who's doing really well in, in certain area of their life that could really serve as a mentor. Again, this could be formal or informal. Uh, next one is a mentee. You should have a mentee. One of my clients just became a, he signed up for Big Brothers, Big Sisters, just got paired with his little, and he's already seeing the value of being a mentor, being a big brother to this nine-year-old. And he's only had one meeting. He's like, I'm already seeing the value in this. He just knows how much more value he's going to get out of that. Let me reflect on my own experience. As as a wrestling coach, this is just like a, a metaphor for this or an analogy, as a wrestling coach, whenever I started coaching, when I was in college and I would work these summer wrestling camps and I'd be a counselor, I was teaching young wrestlers wrestling technique and moves. And it forced me to go, wait a second, 
I need to do this same technique properly as well. It's hard to do it this certain way, this disciplined way, but it's the better way to do it, but it takes more effort and energy. But if you do it this way, you're more likely to score points. And when you do that, it, when you're teaching that, it forces you to go, ah, maybe I need to do this too. And it just is all, you know, reinforce, you know, teaching is the best way to learn. It's constantly reinforcing what you, you know, what you need to do, what you know you need to do and holding like yourself accountable. So find somebody to mentor. Um, again, could be formal, could be informal, but there are people out there who need your help. It might be in your home. It might be in your neighborhood. It might be in your community or elsewhere, but find ways to mentor, find ways to help other people, to reach down and pull other people up. All right. Next one, assistance. Who do you have as an assistant? All right. Now for me, this means a virtual assistant. I have, uh, at least three, uh, four of them right now who work for me. This might be an executive assistant. This might mean, you know, if you're a coach, a sports team coach, it might be your assistant coach. If you're a leader or a manager, it might be, you know, who you hire as your right-hand man or right-hand woman. But who is your assistant? Like, this is such a critical part of your infrastructure. And this conversation I was telling you about, I was having with my client a year or so ago, it really centered around this. This is actually where it started was around, he needed help with an, an assistant. And I just have this this crack team of awesome people who, who helped me out. Actually, a couple of them are listening right now. Paulin is listening right now to this. Hi, Paulin. Uh, so is Kunjan. Uh, he's listening as well. Xenar uh, has been with me from the very beginning. Uh, Christy does some work with me and they all have different roles and they all do different things. Um, Paulin's playing the, the biggest role right now in terms of hours. I mean, 25 hours a week she works for me. And Xenar, uh, he is just, man, I can just send him. He's been with me from the beginning. Xenar, this has been like, since if you've Go back to listen to episode one. Zenar started maybe, I don't know, episode 10 or something like that. He started way back. Anytime my website goes down or issues happen with the website, I'm just like, Zenar, hey man, I don't know what to do here. Can you fix this? I'm fairly tech savvy, but I have so much trust and faith in this guy. I just turn it over to him. He fixes it. Pollen's the same way. You know, Kunjan does most of the audio work and he just crushes it. So I send him this audio and he edits it and cleans it up and edits out my sneezes or coughs or dogs barking in the background, you know, stuff like that. But anyway, get, you have to build that team. You have to work on that. And if you don't work on that, it's not just going to happen. I, I mean, I really put a lot of effort into hiring the right people and finding the right people. And I've had the wrong people working for me before. And, you know, and I should say Leica worked with me last year too. You heard me say her name. She doesn't work with me anymore. Not because she was, she was actually amazing, but like, I just want to point that out because I just wanted to say, I, I have had a lot of great people work with me and she's one of the, another one of the great people, but I've also had, you know, tried to hire or have hired people who weren't the right fit and, and it just didn't work. So you've got to, you've got to find that right team, that right, you know, uh, part of your infrastructure who are your assistants. And, and this is mostly going to be in your professional life, but not necessarily. You can go to upwork.com. You can go to these different websites that have, you know, virtual assistants that you can hire, uh, executive assistants that you can hire. There's so many resources out there for that these days. You really should do that because it just streamlines, streamlines your life. If you want to be working on your highest value work, optimizing your life, this is absolutely one of the biggest ones. You can hire somebody for like 
two hours a week or five hours a week or, or, or as needed to be an assistant to do, I don't know, to do web research for you, to do different things that can be done online if you want to hire a virtual assistant. There's more, the more you dive into this, the more you realize there's some great, uh, great resources, great things you can do. All right, enough about assistance. Next one, financial advisor. I talk to so many people. I'm still so surprised at how many people don't have a financial advisor. Work with somebody. You should be working with somebody who, unless this is your expertise, and I'm just thinking of a friend who popped into my head right now. He's not a finance, he doesn't have a financial advisor, but he just like, this is his life. He actually manages other people's money because he's just so good at this. But if not you're him, you should be, you should be working with a financial advisor. Again, it, this, is the, this is the idea of productive pause, like hitting the pause button and evaluating your finances. You know, productive pause for the newbies out there, for the rookies that are listening. Uh, productive pause is a short period of focused reflection around specific questions that leads to clarity of action and peace of mind. Some of my clients who are listening probably just worded that, you know, or like probably moving their lips as I said that because they've heard this many times. Uh, or my longtime listeners, you, you, you were doing the same thing. But this productive pause with a financial advisor, they're asking you the questions you need to be asked. I'm pulling together your finances, looking at your future, looking at your present. You need to be working with a financial advisor. Next, and they're just a critical part of your, your infrastructure. Next is uh, something around your fitness and health. Whether it's a fitness coach, a fitness group that you're part of, fitness plan that you've committed to that was designed by somebody who's smarter than you in this area or some kind of commitment, this is a key piece of infrastructure in your life. You know, it could be, like I said, a fitness coach, a nutrition coach, local the, the people at the local running store. Uh, it could be your doctor, your chiropractor. It could be even a friend who is, you know, more knowledgeable than you about this stuff. You know, for me, actually, well, I was trained. I ran my marathon uh, earlier in 2020, and I uh, did a Spartan race before that, a Spartan Super, which was like nine miles and 28 obstacles or something like that. Well, I leaned on my buddy Travis, Travis Macy. He's an endurance professional endurance athlete. Uh, he was actually a guest on the show back in episode 52, uh, way back in episode 52. You can check it out. But he's become a friend since then, and I've leaned on him with for some advice around uh, around training and fitness and and nutrition around training. Actually, he's going to be joining my clients and I on uh, one of our mastermind calls here soon. He's, um, I mean, this is what you get when you're part of Reveal Your Path, when you're part of my coaching program, you get access to people like this. So he's going to be joining us as a special guest. And we're going to do a Q&A with Travis about training, about fitness, about nutrition, even about, I mean, his story is incredible. His father has Alzheimer's. His father was a, a just one of the most well-known successful endurance athletes in the United States in his prime. Well, Travis and his father have done the Eco Challenge. So any, I'm 44. Any of you out there, you know, grew up, you're around my age, you remember the Eco Challenge, which is kind of this big thing. It was on ABC or something like that way back in the day when we were kids. Well, they resurrected the Eco Challenge, this multi, I don't know, forget how many 10-day event or something like that. And it was, in, I don't even remember, I should know, Borneo, I forget where it was this year. But Amazon bought it and they resurrected it. Amazing race. And 10 days, I think it was, of just the hardest race in the world. And Travis and his father had a team who did this. So if you have an Amazon Prime subscription, go check out the Eco Challenge. You can see Travis and his father going through this amazing, you know, this endurance race and his father with Alzheimer's. So anyway, we're going to be talking about that. That was a long way to tell you that uh, we'd be working with Travis in, in my mastermind group here soon. We'll be talking about all kinds of all kinds of great stuff. But I've had 
Ruben Gonzalez, a four-time Olympian. I've had Bruce Babishan, who's also been on the podcast. I've had leadership expert and author Josh Spodek. These are the kind of people who uh, have come into the podcast. Uh, into my mastermind groups is a special guest, but. But, uh, you know, a fitness coach, back to that, you have to have somebody in your life who, who's just smarter than you, more knowledgeable than you, hold you accountable, et cetera. Fitness coach, et cetera, like a, a group, et cetera. All right, next. I grew up, in, as I'm a country boy, grew up in, the, in a rural area, western Pennsylvania, about a half an hour north of Pittsburgh. We didn't have neighbors. You know, the nearest neighbor was maybe a quarter mile away. But uh, the nearest neighbor had a tractor. He also had a plow. And when it would snow, uh, deep snows, he would come plow our driveway. Our driveway is maybe 75, 100 yards long. And we'd wake up in the morning oftentimes, and he would have driven down with his plow on the front of his tractor and, and already plowed our driveway clear. In the spring, sometimes he would come over and actually run his plow for the earth, for tilling the earth. He would run that through our garden. We had a massive garden. And it was just so much easier when he did that. And so we wouldn't have to take the rototillery. He would also come down to the house in the spring with his tractor and he would till our garden. So we didn't have to hand rototill it. It would, uh, it would be all set up and he would, he would turn the earth over for us with, with a big machine. You drag on the back of his tractor instead of us having to do it by hand. And I say this because these are people who were part of our infrastructure when I was a kid who helped us with hard things. Um, they were helpers. They were, they had tools, they had resources that we didn't have. We helped them, they helped us. And this was part of our community. So you have to cultivate this community. I'm a country boy. I thought I would always live in the country. I would never live in a development or a neighborhood, let alone in the city. Well, the first house we bought was in the city. And now the second house we bought is, is, uh, in a development. And guess what? I actually love it. And one of the great things is between, you know, probably five or six neighbors who I'm close with, we have all the tools that we need. One guy has a table saw. I have a leaf blower. One guy has this. Another guy has that. Like we all have all these tools and we don't all need to go out and buy the stuff. We just, we just borrow and, and loan each other tools. And if something breaks, then we can borrow it from each other. And having this community is so helpful. Here's a case in point. This morning, we ran out of coffee and I have a big bag of coffee grinds. We normally just buy the, the grinds and not the beans. We have a big bag of beans that need to be ground. And we just haven't bought a, a coffee grinder yet. And we're going to. We just haven't gotten around to it because we've always just bought the pre-ground coffee. Well, we ran out of coffee this morning, but we had a big bag of beans. And I texted my neighbor. I'm like, hey, man, emergency, emergency. We need your coffee grinder to grind some beans. Well, he showed up with actually a, a coffee pot already made of, of made coffee and, and filled up our coffee cups, which is pretty cool and loaned us his grinder. But that's the kind of thing when you have that community, you have people who can step in and help you. And it is, I'm so thankful for that. I mean, we've had some, some tragedies in the neighborhood and we all just support each other through those things as well. I mean, that is so, so important to have community, to have community work on that. This is such an important part of your infrastructure, have other people who you can serve and then other people who can, you know, when the time comes and you need it, they can serve you and help you as well. All right. Down to the last couple here, doctor slash medical or chiropractor. You got to have the right doctor. You got to have a doctor who, who aligns with you. If you're not clicking with your doctor, find another one. Um, this goes with, uh, you know, whether it's a therapist or a counselor, psychologist, et cetera, as well. Chiropractor, get the right pe medical people into your life. Uh, and that takes some effort. That takes some work. It takes some thinking. 
I know who else. So who else? Who else do you think? Who else am I missing here? Uh, there's probably someone you're thinking like, oh, Jim didn't say this. Like, let me know. I'd love to hear that. So reach out to me on social media, Twitter, Jim Harsha Jr. I'm sorry, just, just straight up Jim Harsha. Instagram, Jim Harsha Jr. By the way, I'm posting a ton of behind the scenes stuff on my social media. I've gotten much more comfortable with video these days. So I'm doing, doing a ton of just behind the scenes in my life, in my world, in my home, and my kids, and and my business, and and all of that. So, if you want to get a, a sneak peek and then kind of see what my world looks like, and you know, on a day to day basis, go ahead and follow me on Instagram and uh, and give me a shout out. I'd love to hear from you. But also, you know, who's missing? Who's missing from this this list? You may be like, yeah, Jim. What about your beer drinking buddy? Well, <laughs> maybe maybe you want that person in your life. Maybe you don't. Uh, maybe that beer drinking buddy services is some other role in your life. But um, you know, that might be one of your neighbors. That might be somebody in your community. That might be that circle of friends that we talked about. But um, if this was helpful for you, share this with a friend. Episode 283. You can also listen to this as always on your smart speaker. Just say, you know, hey, Siri, hey, Alexa, hey, Google, play success through failure podcast. And you can you can get access to this. You know, my voice can permeate the walls of your house, which may not be a good thing. So, and uh, as always, like I said, give this a share, share this with a friend. Episode 283, uh, tell them to check out success through failure podcast. That is how this thing grows. I appreciate your help with that. That is probably the biggest thing you can do to, to help me grow this and just to, to get this message out to other people. So thank you for listening. If you want more solo episodes, go to jimharshojr.com slash solo. I don't know about you. I listen to a bunch of podcasts and you know sometimes I just want to hear the the host. I don't even necessarily want to hear the interview. So if that if that's the case with you and me, uh, then just check out uh, jimharshojr.com slash solo. That has a list of all of my solo episodes. And it's most, for the most part, it's every other one. Sometimes I do uh, two in a row that might be an interview. Actually, the, the two before this were both interviews. But, but for the most part, I, I try to alternate uh, so you can check out those solo interviews or solo conversations. Just me. Thanks for listening. If you want to apply these principles into your life, let's talk. You can see the limited spaces that are open on my calendar at jimharshawjr.com slash apply, where you can sign up for a free one-time coaching call directly with me. And don't forget to grab your action plan. Just go to jimharshawjr.com slash action. And lastly, iTunes tends to suggest podcasts with more ratings and reviews more often. You would totally make my day if you give me a rating and review. Those go a long way in helping me grow the podcast audience. Just open up your podcast app. If you have an iPhone, do a search for success through failure, select it, and then scroll the whole way to the bottom where you can leave the podcast a rating and a review. Now, I hope this isn't just another podcast episode for you. I hope you take action on what you learned here today. Good luck and thanks for listening.